0: What's up guys? Thanks for coming back to Lockdown Universe. Just wanted to let you guys know that Anchor now is allowing you to become part of the Lockdown Universe experience by uh, part becoming part of the subscription. We're only charging $1.99 currently and we want you to be part of the experience. We're going to offer unheard of whistleblower testimony as well as government insider information as well as folks who have undergone hypnotic regression and told us their story so please tune in to that if you are interested for deeper cuts and deeper information please consider being part of the subscription it's only $1.99 and it's definitely worth it so join in let's get to the show What's up guys? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. have an interesting story tonight that combines a few stories uh, from aliens in the past together. Uh, This story has a strange creature involved in it. Uh, Another three and a half foot tall creature, yet this is not a gray. This is a very different type of alien, so I want you guys to... Stick around and hear this story because it has a lot of similarities to another story we'll get into in a second. But this story occurred in 1967, November 2nd, um, and it comes to us out of the UFO casebook. And it happened uh, at 9.30 at night on Highway 26 uh, in Riri, Idaho, R-I-R-I-E, uh, always love Idaho. Seems like a very remote place. Uh, some very interesting things happen there. Um, so anytime you get a remote place with a lot of woods and a few folks, guarantee you there's going to be some UFO and alien activity going on. So in this particular instance, there were two teens driving uh, on the on the highway when all of a sudden there was a blinding flash of light that hit their car, and this followed uh, by an abrupt. A small domed UFO appearing right in front of them. Now, check this out. There's a few interesting pieces of the story because, one, the alien involved is very different than a lot of aliens that we've talked about. The second is that the aircraft itself is actually different than what we've talked about in the past. This aircraft was actually a transparent dome. Okay, so this is where it gets to be cool because when we talk about different alien species, different craft, different technology, and all this stuff, all of these pieces come together and make sense because they're actually different species or they're different craft. Or sometimes, you know, we have a combination of the two. Sometimes we might have uh, two species in one craft. But in this case, it's a different species than a gray, it's a transparent dome that traveled with two small, strange-looking occupants in it, okay? So the car, like always, was brought to a stop. One of the boys, his name was Begay, uh, who was the driver. It didn't apply his brakes. The object stopped the, the car and it hovered about five feet above the highway right in front of them. I mean, talk about terrifying, man. This is the stuff that's in movies, okay, guys? This is the stuff that's, you know, it shakes you to your bones and gives you goosebumps. So the craft was about eight feet wide, so it wasn't very big. This wasn't a mother ship. This was like an ab- abducting ship or, or, you know, a scout ship. Uh, it was about eight feet wide. It flashed green and orange lights around the rim. And the area was bathed in a vivid green light. So it's interesting. Okay, we have orange and green lights that are flashing around the rim, but the entire area is bathed in a green light. So the dome then opened as if a hinge allowed it to open. And one creature emerged, apparently floating to the ground. It was about three and a half feet tall, like we said, and on its back was a kind of a pack that protruded above and behind its head. Its face was oval and heavily pitted and creased. So we have to take these details and kind of examine this. Okay. So on the, at the very beginning at the appearance, you know, first glance over, you say three and a half feet tall alien. It's gotta be a gray, right? Big almond eyes, small slit for a mouth. No ears, but check this out. We have three and a half foot tall, but we have it wearing a pack that protruded above and behind its head. So some sort of pack, whether this pack was keeping it alive or whether the pack was for like search and rescue or whether it was for investigation or or protection, you know, who knows what the pack was for. But we don't hear about grays wearing packs ever. So, this is a very different kind of a species here, except we are talking about. Now, it's not just the pack that makes it different, it's also the oval and heavily pitted and creased uh, facial structures that were on this thing. Now, the only alien I've come across that stated that it had a heavily pitted face or a heavily, heavily, you know, uh, creased face or skin appearance at all, right, in UFO history. Since most aliens seem to have, you know, smooth skin or you know, relatively benign skin, this this creature sounds like it's been through hell and back. Um, the only other creature was the Pascagoula case, where that creature defied all other forms of appearances of aliens. That creature was so bizarre that it just doesn't have any uh, any other alien that could compare to it and it was heavily pitted. It was heavily creased. It looked like a big melted marshmallow man, basically, uh, if you look at some of the pictures. Very bizarre. Um, So this creature is very different in that it's heavily pitted and creased. It did have two small round eyes, okay, two small round eyes, not almond eyes, not huge eyes like the greys, two small round eyes, and it did have a slit-like mouth so here's where it gets interesting as well it also had large ears that stood high on its head so it didn't have any hair but it did have two large ears that stood high on its head now the only case that i can think of that resembles these aliens is the hopkins uh, hopkinsville case uh, going back to 1955 okay in kentucky where the aliens, um, uh, were seen as, uh, little green men. Okay. This was in, uh, Kentucky, Hopkinsville. So this is far from Idaho doesn't really matter. You know, if you got interstellar travelers, but, um, these guys were two and a half to three and a half feet tall. Uh, I'm doing research as we speak right now. These guys had large floppy ears that extended, uh, consider- considerably above their crown. They were bald. Um, their their face came to a point though at the bottom kind of like a oval at the top and then pointy at the bottom uh so a little bit different there uh a slit for a mouth weird weird kind of bulging eyes though not like an almond or not like a gray but kind of circular and kind of bulging out so kind of strange there um but their arms almost went down to their feet we don't have that particular statement um, in this current case from Idaho and in the Hopkinsville case, their face was not heavily pitted, but the eyes seem similar. The ears kind of seem similar, but, um, yeah, otherwise they also had antenna in the Hopkinsville case. So a little bit different, but again, very interesting, very similar, uh, in, in certain circumstances, especially with the ears. So if we move forward, um, As this creature approached the driver's side of the car, the being opened the door and slid behind the wheel. That's interesting. Uh, The car began to move, and it was being kind of pushed and towed by the UFO. Um, It was taken way off the road into uh, a wheat field, and the UFO kept a fixed position a few feet in front of it. As the car stopped, um, the other boy, Tossie, uh, who was sitting next to the door, suddenly opened and took off and ran off into the night to a farmhouse owned by Willard Hamm- Hammond. Uh, it was about a quarter mile away. Um, and meanwhile, Gay, our other teen uh, was uh, cowering in the front seat next to the um, And he stated that the creature was jabbering at him unintelligibly, making sounds that were high and rapid like a bird. The second being, uh, who had apparently given up chasing Tossie, apparently there is an alien chasing this poor kid, uh, returned to the car. So now you have Begay with two aliens. Uh, the first alien got out, and the two beings rose up and and into the UFO at this point. And then the UFO ascended in, in a zigzag path. I don't understand what would make sense about ascending into a zigzag path other than to use it as defensive maneuvers against uh, you, you know earthlings, the military radar, um, or any other, um, technology that might throw it off by 50, what was this? 55. I believe it was 67. The other one, Kentucky was 55. So by 67, they probably had figured out from the Aztec crash and from the Roswell crash in 47, 48, that, um, the radar was beginning to be a problem and that there were they could potentially have issues. So maybe that zigzag path was more of a defensive maneuver to avoid any of earth's, um, accidental or purposeful, uh, defensive maneuvers. So, uh, going back to these poor kids. Meanwhile, at the home of Willard Hammond, Tossie could scarce, scarcely make himself understood, uh, by the poor farmer and family. um, the family calmed uh, Tossey down and accompanied him back to the field where Begay was sitting speechless in his car uh, with fright. And his eyes were tightly closed, closed, closed. Yeah. So this poor kid's sitting in the front seat, so just totally terrified. And, uh, you know, of course, right? I mean, if he's a teenager, I mean, it doesn't matter. You can, even if you're an adult, you're going to be terrified. But I think being a teen, you'd be even more frightened. You know, you think you know the world and all of a sudden your entire world is flipped upside down. <sighs> Man, I hate to think what their heart rate and blood pressure would would have been. Probably would have been enough for a stroke. But um, as they came back, the engine uh, was running and the lights were on. About 15 minutes had elapsed from the moment that the young men had seen the flash. Uh, Ham and the farmer listened to their story and then followed the poor kid's home in his car. So they stopped at a bar, uh, or Hammond stopped at a bar, not the kids. He followed them home. Hammond, the farmer, stopped at the bar and told the sheriff his story. The sheriff just happened to be at the bar. Um, And later, both witnesses, both of the boys, also came by and voluntarily told the sheriff in their own words what had happened the state police were summoned and an investigation began and they discovered that a number of local farmers actually reported that their cattle had bolted during the evening for unknown reasons and others claimed to see, to have seen lights in the area. So the report was also investigated by NICAP, uh, in Idaho falls during the investigation. They learned, um, of another man who had claimed to to see these UFOs, uh, that same night, um, and they they were able to confirm a few different reports um and it's very interesting you know it's not just one person involved in this it's multiple people, multiple witnesses that could confirm it um and the 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 craft itself is very interesting in invisible dome or translucent transparent dome. I've only heard of that in one other case um uh on another podcast where Um, it was a box shaped UFO and it landed and it had, um, some human-like figures inside of it and they were moving at the speed of light. Well, not speed of light. It looked like they were moving at like fast forward times two or times four on your, on your VHS or your DV, DVD or DVR, um, kind of fast forward motion. Uh, that was not the case with these aliens. They obviously didn't look human. Um, very bizarre looking human uh looking aliens uh, unlike any other aliens i've ever heard of um and again three and a half feet tall you know when i think about you know evolution you know you tend to think of creatures as they evolve becoming taller more dominant in their area and and you know not as short and a lot of these aliens appear to be like three and a half feet tall you know it just makes you wonder. You know, is there a different gravity on their planet, or their star system that didn't allow them to, to reach a higher height? Um, did they not need to? Have they needed to regress because they had to go underground? Or was there another another reason? You know, very interesting to think about. But um anyway, just something to think about here. Idaho, it's a very interesting area. Um you know, you hear a lot about stories in like the southwest. Um, and sometimes in Washington state, sometimes in Oregon, but, uh, Idaho, you don't hear a lot. Uh, it's not a very populated state, so it's good to hear that there are some UFO stories there. Uh, whether that's good or bad, I'm not 100% sure, but, um, nonetheless, uh, it's a very interesting case. Uh, November 2nd, 1967. Something definitely strange happened that night, and, uh... Hopefully those those guys are okay and are taking care of themselves, um, and have come to peace with it. So anyway, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that these were just an offshoot of the Greys? Do you think these guys are a different species altogether? Um, do you think these guys were like a one and done species, kind of just dropped off, dropped by Earth, and you know did a quick examination and took off and never came back because we haven't heard about this species before or, or really since. Um, what are your guys' thoughts? Very interesting. If you guys haven't checked it out, check out uh, the Facebook page at uh, Lockdown Universe. It's where I do most of the posts. Um, I, I'm always posting you know, different uh, stories related to these podcasts. Uh, sometimes I'll, I'll post uh, something humorous there uh, just to keep things light uh, and fun and interesting. So go check that out. Uh, If you can, uh, drop a a donation in the uh, Anchor.fm subscription. It's really easy to do. Uh, Helps me focus on these podcasts and and stay concentrated, be able to buy some better equipment, and uh, get some better uh, uh, production value out of it as well. So thank you for that, if you have, uh, and uh, we'll keep it going. So hopefully you guys are taking care of your emotional health, spiritual health, physical health, uh, take care of your friends and family, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams do something this weekend, keep yourself active, keep yourself mentally uh healthy you know go for a walk, draw uh meditate you know do something for yourself whatever that is um, and as always, continue to question the universe around you look up to the sky see what's out there this this weekend maybe we'll catch something until next time guys lockdown universe is out.